everybody, and welcome to the Dark Asylum Podcast, the only spot you need to be for your wrestling and entertainment news. I am the reason it burns when your sister sits down to pee. I am the chosen one, Zach Winners. With me, as always, are my friends, cohorts, and potential lovers. The reason it burns when your sister goes poop, darkness. Hey, everybody. And, of course, my bestie, the reason your sister carries pepper spray, Big Vicious. <laughs> and possibly your brother, but hey, who knows? <laughs> Depends what kind of mood he's in that day. <laughs> Guys, how the fuck are you? Uh, hanging in there, hanging in there. We got some uh, snow where we're at, yeah. so... Uh, ahead of time apocalypse 2021 <laughs> yeah. ahead of time with the the uh, volume or the uh, audio quality shit at least you're getting a show because yep. we could have just not done it this week because of the snow but yeah internet <laughs> connections are not strong yeah. i don't even understand no, was... it because like i i got shitty like century link uh country internet and you guys are in the city well we're in the city adjacent <laughs> I'm not quite in the Portland city, but you know, just outside, just shy of it. So, just shy. (laughs) Just shy. Well, anything fun going on this week? Um, trying to think. I, uh, no, I'm such a fucking nerd. I, uh, I spent way too many hours trying to figure out how to sideload books on my Kindle. And make the cover show up, and that took up a whole day of my life, and I don't know. All. <laughs> I mean, I'm so anal about it. I'm just like, I, uh, this one's missing a cover. Uh, uh. Anyway, if anyone's having that problem there, which I know it's a huge thing, uh, make sure that your picture size is within a certain parameter, and you'll be just fine. This, nice. this is the reason people listen to us. This fucking <laughs> riveting Kindle podcast. Yeah, it's quite awesome, but. I'm currently in the middle of Snow Crash, if anyone's interested. It's a cyberpunk novel Ooh, about uh, I actually a... own that. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon Sand... No, Brand- Jesus. Uh, Neil... Fuck, I don't remember now. Anyway. <laughs> now, Neil... I think it's Neil Stevenson. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the lead person's name is Hero Protagonist. Cool. It's spelled H-I-R-O, but he walks around in uh, futuristic cyberpunk world with two samurai swords. Fucking shit up. Pretty cool. Ooh. But, yeah, so that's... Fucking dork. <laughs> but, meanwhile, he sits there and says that he's got the book, but he just hasn't read it. I, I haven't read it yet, because I went on this, like... I, want, I went on this weird tear where I bought a bunch of books that inspired the Last of Us series, and I've been reading those. Uh, so there's a book um, series that it was derived from, or oh well, it's kind of like inspired by it. it took bits and pieces. Like, um, uh, there's a uh, there's one book about the polio epidemic that it kind of took some stuff from, um, City of Thieves, which it kind of took the general idea from. Uh, there's another there's another book. There's three books that inspired it. Only one of those is a good book. Oh, okay. <laughs> City of Thieves is pretty good. It's like. It's only like 200 pages, so it's pretty thin, but it's pretty good. Yeah, they uh, they just recently asked Neil Druckmann uh, what other properties he would like to make games out of. And there's a couple surprising ones on there. 
just like uh so he, punisher and ghost rider were were two of them didn't my little pony was the other one was it oh, that's i think it was no, wasn't no there was something on there that was just was really weird i don't remember what it was a super dark and gritty my little pony <laughs> yeah i'm surprised punisher fell out of his mouth the way things are with that right now but I'm sure Punisher's gonna die somewhere and just never be revived until things calm down. And then I will be at Marvel headquarters with my own picket sign. <laughs> with, with the official skull, not the not the Thomas Jane skull. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. But then you get blamed well, anyway because you know you're fucking rioting in front of their place. That's not good. It's just it's just me yelling. And just... <laughs> we got a rioter outside. <laughs> Call the National Guard. Like, I want my comic books back. Kick. Uh, yeah, if you say it like that, then you'll be okay. Come off as special needs, and so then Bring they'll back look Garth bad. Ennis. I want Garth Ennis back. Yes, Kick. Garth Ennis. Fuck yeah. Anyway, well, we'll get into that a little bit later. Comic book book club because yeah. we missed it last week, so. and we were nice. Unlike you two, when I was gone. I was nice enough to say, hey, let's wait till uh, V comes back because I want to hear his thoughts on Wanted. But yeah. no. Yeah. Now he's not saying anything. <laughs> v, are you here? I'm here. I, I, I'm just chuckling how uh, how butthurt Zach's getting over there. Oh, God. Short disclaimer real quick. Whenever V talks too loud, he breaks up because of the connections. So... We're trying to get him to talk as, as lightly as he can. <laughs> Big V is a mighty mountain of a man, and he doesn't know the meaning of the word quiet. That's, yeah. It's <laughs> a large man with a large cock on him. Uh, all balls, baby. All balls. All balls. The beanbag <laughs> chair, the ladies call him. Uh, so what did, did you, you do, do V? Cool yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I don't uh, want to rant, so I want to save mine for last. I, I, you know, finally went back to work after having a week off. That was, I don't know, fun and not fun all at once. Tell me about it. Uh, so, uh, you know, didn't really do much on my vacation. I'm not really a vacation person. There's like, I, I never do anything, and then especially now with the. Uh, Everything being shut down. It's not like you go to a movie or whatever, but, you know, uh, me and Darkness did kind of go all 90s and hang out at the mall. <laughs> yes, we did. We were creepy guys at the mall instead of, you know, teenage kids at the mall. Yeah, it's not it's not cool when you guys do it in your fucking 40s. Hey, you know what? <laughs> if Jay and Silent Bob could get away with it, then we fucking can too, okay? The moral of that story is that Jay and Silent Bob's are drug addicts. Well, I mean... Jay. <laughs> well, Jay was. He's not anymore. Nope. Yeah. Now, now, Silent Bob's the drug addict. He's the one always smoking weed. But... <laughs> well, yeah, but... Yeah. Jay, uh, Jason Mewes doesn't do a lot more than just weed. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, you know in Clerks 2 when he's talking about that, uh, how they got popped for suspicion of mischief or whatever, driving with deployed airbags? <laughs> yeah. I guess that's really how he picked up and got sent up to sent to rehab. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the stories that they have on that guy are hilarious. Like, Jay just does not give a fuck about anything. So, yeah, he was driving now, with like, deployed airbags. <laughs> now, like, from what I understand, he's got, like, the same attitude, but he's just pounding Red Bull all the time because he's, like, done so much heroin that he, he doesn't have those fucking, what is it, like, an adrenaline endorphins anymore? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's kind of doing that, and he's got a kid and, a, and his wife and stuff, so he's, like, really calmed down and really cleaned up his act and stuff, so that's always good. But, yeah, the, heroin's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Shit. Don't do heroin. Yeah, anyway. Stick with cocaine like a fucking man. Crack. <laughs> Crack's cheap. Crack is cheap. Yeah. Speaking of which, before, like, I get started on shit, speaking of uh, shit men are supposed to do, um, did you guys hear the Undertaker's comments this week? Uh, Joe, po- or Joe Rogan podcast? On the, the Joe Rogan podcast where he's like, yeah, I liked it. I liked the wrestling locker rooms better when everybody had guns and were kind of racist and kind of held knives. And you might go to a wrestling locker room and die. That's when men were men. Now everybody's playing video games and looks pretty. I don't think he said racist, <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't remember him ever saying he enjoyed it when people were racist in the locker room. I'm pretty sure he said no. he loved, like, he, like, mumbled, mumbled the N-word a couple times. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Well, he's still with the WWE, so the dark hand of Vince is going to come and close us down now. Thanks. Oh, God, now I'll never get my chance. <laughs> well, no, the, I just... What the fuck were... Oh, jeez, what the fuck were you listening to, that? I was listening to the uncut version. Yeah, well, he was on crack. Well, like, like the I, I don't remember the skinny kid's name. The skinny kid who's a huge wrestling mark. He just like Taker just kept mumbling and calling him the N word and stuff. The, the white kid, yeah. Yeah, a little white kid. It was weird. Well, what are you guys' thoughts no, on that? Though he, I listened to it because I'm an Undertaker fan, and he well, didn't. I mean, same. Yeah, he didn't say it like that. He said that the locker room is different from when he started. And he says that the product's gotten soft. And he just was naming uh-huh. that the differences between when he was... I mean, because you got the, the attitude area that was fucking chopping off dicks with samurai swords and shit versus, <laughs> you know, the stuff that we got now where, I mean, yeah, the, the guys are still tough and hard and everything, but it's like... The storylines, I mean, the Fiend shit's pretty crazy. I mean, lighting each other on fire and shit like that. Um, like, right, but... The Fiend, the Fiend is out of this conversation because he's basically a fucking uh, 80s slasher monster. What? That should put him in the conversation twice. What the hell are you talking about? He's a wrestler and an 80s slasher? Fuck yeah. Yeah, but because he doesn't You're carry right. a gun and isn't ready to shoot somebody, he's not a tough guy. That's not... to the... I'm a huge Undertaker, <laughs> Mark, but that, yeah. that kind of irritated the fuck out of me. I think you're taking it a little bit out of proportion, but, you know. It's not. But... He, he legitimately said, I liked it better when men were men, and, like, he listed off, now they're looking pretty and playing video games, but back in my day, it was like fucking Sing Sing, where everybody's fucking got these big old beer bellies, and they're just, like, Harley Race is sitting in a corner with an ash, like, an inch long, tying his boots. You tell that motherfucker. All he's got to do is go to a fucking indie show, and he's got the same locker room. I've fucking seen all that shit in, in, in wrestling locker rooms. People with guns, people doing coke, people, you know. 
people being assholes and racist and everything. Yeah, <laughs> just go back to being an indie star, dude. You're fine. I just think he's pointing out exactly what uh, a lot of people have noticed and already said that it's not wrestling anymore. It's just entertainment. It's, it's uh, Hollywood now. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's what it's becoming. Yeah. Like no. I know a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people were. Hey, you still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm still there. I, okay. So a lot of people, I know a lot of people were into the uh, cinematic matches, and don't get me wrong, I, I I kind of enjoyed the Undertaker one, but to me that wasn't wrestling. That was that wasn't a match. You you can't tell me that was his last match. You know, um, or you know. A great match. It wasn't a match. It was a cinematic short film. It, it was a film. It was they, they took the wrestling out of it for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know whose fault it is? It's that goddamn Matt Hardy. <laughs> I, met, I met Matt Hardy, and he's just he was a nice guy. I'll just say that. But <laughs> with his uh, broken right. thing and the the compound and all that, the like, compound. I, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I mean, so, like, I they, they have their a, thing. Like, oh. I, like I'll talk shit, but like I, I agree and disagree with what he said. Like, I do agree that like the wrestling product itself nowadays, especially in the mainstream, is too, is, is too content. Like, especially now that they're hiring a bunch of indie guys, it's too flippy flip and like we're gonna do this spot and go to this spot, this go to this spot without telling the story. And a lot of them do wrestle like they're afraid to be hit. But I disagree on the fact that, like, I could go into just about any locker room and feel safe. Like, my life doesn't feel threatened. Because really? I might say the wrong thing to the wrong guy. Oh, well, it's because you got me and V with you. That's why. Well, that's also <laughs> part of it. No, it's just... <laughs> it is a lot easier to talk shit when you got two people that's behind your back who are over six feet. <laughs> Here, here's the problem. You don't feel afraid because you walk in, talk all kinds of shit, and then like take off and then like leave me in darkness, stand there going, "Fuck, we gotta clean up Zach's dirty shit." <laughs> we should get a shirt for him. It's it's like wonderful. Come talk shit, leave. <laughs> no. That yeah, fucking money right there. Print that Wrestling shit. Wrestling tees, hit me up. <laughs> License to print money. Yeah. But I mean, I, I've never felt unsafe in a locker room, and I've, I've, there's been people with guns, there's been people with knives, there's been people that have bad reputations in the business for being, you know, problematic. But I've never felt unsafe. Maybe it's because I'm one of the six foot guys, and you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't talk shit, so I guess I don't have much to worry about. But like, you hear all these stories about how fucking. Um, like um, who was the the Rouge, the Rougeau brothers? Mm -hmm. How Dynamite Kid was like fucking with them, and one of the Rougeau brothers would just like hang around out by like would like hang around corners with a roll of quarters in his hand, and just pop Dynamite Kid in the fucking mouth with it. <laughs> the the reason you feel safe in the locker room is because you're the asshole doing all this shit to everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, you've never had your car keys stolen and fucking, you know, driven and out your car away to someplace else. You've never been no, forced to watch no, gay porn. No, you've never been no, forced to. <laughs> no. In defense, he left his car running in front of me. What the fuck else did he expect to happen? How many fucking title belts have you stolen from people? 
Well, don't ever fucking about that. <laughs> the reason you feel safe is because you're that guy. That's why. <laughs> so I I remember you and Brian going at it. You and Brian <laughs> and fucking uh you got to the point where Brian would bring his gear bag in, get dressed, and then take it to his car and walk it into his car. <laughs> yes, I remember this. Everyone make sure to lock their fucking car, their cars because of Zach. That's no, the reason. No, 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 Brian, Brian had it coming. <laughs> what did he do to you? That I don't even remember now. That's the stupid part. <laughs> but I remember it got to the point where like. He did that, and then he'd hide his keys in like a hole in the wall, and I couldn't fucking find him. Because yep, I was hell bent. I'm gonna get this motherfucker. I don't remember what he did now, but I'm gonna get this motherfucker. He literally would bring his gear in, get dressed, get everything taken care of that he needs to take care of, take his shit back to the car, and then hide his keys. Because you fucked with him like four or five weeks in a row. Like, this was on for a month. I remember that. No, I, I fucked with him, and then he got me back. And then I was like, all right, motherfucker, this is what's happening now. And then, yeah, he, like, started hiding his shit from me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no wonder you feel safe in the fucking locker room, you jerk. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to fucking incur my wrath for some reason. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, coming from the guy who stole all my whiskey and peed in the bottle. Hey, no, no, that no, was me. We, uh... we all drank on the whiskey. I just finished it off and then had to replenish the bottle. <laughs> you pulled it. If we would have had more time, if we would have thought about it, we could have stuck it in the ice machine back there, and Zach would have been none the wiser. <laughs> Until he opened the bottle and it smelled like fucking garlic and motor oil, and he'd be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> <That's so sick. laughs> it's like maple syrup." <laughs> oh. God. But for real, V, you need to start drinking more water. I had, that had me worried. Ugh. Fucking gross. But I don't know. Oh. I mean, back to the the Undertaker thing. Like, yeah, times have changed big time. You know, I mean, when he broke in. I mean, was it Buzz Sawyer? Fucking left him high and dry after he Fucking paid him yeah. money. And then he stole $2, Buzz Sawyer's dogs. Hey, $2,000 back then was like six or eight for us now. So You could buy you could buy a house for $2,000. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Not a good one, but a house. Well, yeah. But it's it's a whole different time, you know? It's like, I if there were showers at our place, I don't think I would have to worry about getting stabbed for fucking missing someone's spot in a mat, you know? It's just not that way anymore. But it, people did stupid shit for stupid reasons, and it's gotten better. But it's one of those things, like, Undertaker's like your, your fucking grandpa or your crazy uncle who sits out on the porch, yells at kids to get off your yard, you know? He's just, mm -hmm. it was a different time that he came up in, and he just, you know, it, nothing it makes was a real sense anymore. It, it was a real different time back then. You basically, um, you were supposed to live your character anytime you're out in the public eye. You're supposed to be um, who you were. You weren't supposed to uh, have a normal life. It, it was real back then, and now everybody knows. I mean, Vince McMahon and the WWE um, 
started the charge and now everybody's on it that they just give every little secret away and let everybody know that it's like it's not real he did it to save his own ass in the steroid trial so you know, right and kayfabe died pretty right. much then but so now you don't have i mean those locker rooms and nobody's pretending to be or actually are badasses in the locker room. They're just normal people playing video games, talking about fucking um, what they crocheted and Zach, Zach's in the back corner fucking snorting fucking uh, pixie sticks and fucking <laughs> trying to hide people's fucking underwear. That was once. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can count twice, but you know, hey. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's... It is totally different, and I think it's okay. Like back then, I mean, could you imagine having female wrestlers in the same locker room as the guys? You know, like it would be a totally different dynamic. Now we have them changing right next to us. It's no big deal. It's just we are who we are. We're all trying to fucking accomplish a, a single goal, and you know, things are just different. And it's not a bad. Thing. It's just different. And I think that he just remembers it being a, a tougher time and, and you were a tougher person back then and now it's it's just not the same dynamic you know we've gotten too many people in there that you know it's you, you got to be good looking to be on tv i mean you're not going to get fucking you know dick murdoch to to be on tv what, nowadays or something like gonna, that you know say, what do you think like a, a dick murdoch or harley race would do today yeah they they wouldn't have fucking made it because they weren't the t- just like two, two guys with huge belly. Like the like the thing about them is that the bellies don't even like wobble or shake. They're just full of like beer and red meat, and they're just solid <laughs> fucking men. Yeah, right. But I mean, shit changes. If it doesn't, then it falls behind. You got to do what you got to do to stay relevant. So you know. Yeah. Well, it's just like so. I mean. Along the same lines of things changing and being different. So th- there is a post on Facebook I saw. It brought up the question, um, since when did the DDT and Super Kick go from uh, a finishing move to, uh, you know, a party favor? Yeah. So the way I explained it, I mean, the DDT now is more of a desperation move. It's you catch your opponent, you, you lay there, you sell. You go to crawl over slowly. You go for the pin. They kick out. It buys time and adds a little excitement. Um, and I get where other people are coming from. It, it was, uh, you know, there, there's comments from other people that uh, the human body hasn't evolved um, far enough to make us into things like that. So why is it different now? It shouldn't be. And I'm just like, it's because, uh, you know, it, it goes back to where Vince changed everything. He took everything from... Um, being real to being fantasy and, and, and uh, more superhero and more um, flashy. So now everything has to be flashy. Like you're, you're not going to finish somebody unless you uh, lift them six feet above your head and throw them through a fucking plate glass window. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> shit changes. I mean, like you say, a DDT was a finisher back then. So was a running power slam, you know? And it's like, uh-huh. Now it's the 450 cork suicide plancha dive, whatever the fuck, you know? And people, guys from that day could not 
fucking do half the shit that the guys today could do as far as the aerial shit goes, you know? I can't, I can't do a quarter of the shit they do. That's why yeah. I'm mad about it. Yeah, it, <laughs> the extent of my aerial <laughs> abilities are walking the top rope and doing the macho elbow. That's about it. Macho elbow is just a yeah, setup yeah. for fucking takeover because I never hit it because I'm afraid I'll break someone's fucking neck. If not I, I, my I own. try to stay on the. I try. I try to stay on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, I don't know. Like the company that we primarily wrestle for is more old school oriented. So in that respect, it's good for us because we don't fucking leave the ground. <laughs> but you know. It's just different, and I you can tell, like I said, he's like That's... the old guy that stayed too long and is not quite sure how to deal with the way things are. That's also kind of an interesting thing where, like, guys, you, you watch, like, ROH and AEW to an extent, and guys like us who are more ground-based and more, ground, like, ground and pound, they're the oddities in the on the card. Yeah. We're, like, the, <clears throat> the twisty, flippy guys are the guys who um, everyone does that shit. But, like, you see somebody and, like, oh, the last of the old school. Here's a really old school guy. He's, like, the oddity, the attraction. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, back in when I started watching, all the guys were ground-based. All the guy, Jimmy Snuka yeah. was the fucking fly, high flyer. You know, he was and the guy that were like, oh, shit. Splash. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was all. And that was, we all waited for him to show up so we could see someone go off the top rope. It was just, anyway, Macho Man. But yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. But here, here's my thing. So people want to bitch about the DDT not, you know, not being a finisher anymore, and it's uh, um, disrespectful, whatnot, what forth. Well, here's the thing. When did a finisher? Say, a finisher is a finisher. You know, once it's hit, it's done, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, I mean, theoretically. Okay. Yeah. So then, why is every single match in AEW? Each guy gets their finishing move off like six to seven times before finally it's a fucking um, a roll up that gets the pin. Because <laughs> they want to see how tough they are. Yeah, I, I I remember growing up, the fucking tombstone was the move that nobody fucking kicked out of, you know. Yep. <laughs> and towards when the you, end, when you got the what? When you got when you got the tombstone, you were gone for a few weeks. <laughs> Yeah, literally, like, I mean, some of the guys that took it never showed up again, you know, but yep. I mean, that move was so well protected and it was so well, uh, just the, the mythology around that fucking move, you didn't fucking get up. And I remember the first time I saw someone kick out of it, I think it was Kane. I was just like, what the, f or actually it was the second, the double Undertaker, Undertaker. It's the first time I remember because he had the, oh, the tombstone Undertaker kicked out of it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you now you get into the, the matches now, like when he fought Shawn Michaels, which is probably the greatest wrestling match of all time in my eyes. How many no, fucking no, tombstones? Right. How many fucking tombstones did he pull off in that match on him? How many tombstones? How many fucking super kicks? Last rides, gates of hell, all everything they they both did everything they fucking ever did. I think fucking Shawn Michaels pulled on a rocker dropper and shit like that in that match. Just <laughs> like, I mean, the fucking, what was that that he used to do? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> he just fucking, they, they pulled everything out in the matches. And that's the kind of precedence that's been set nowadays. Like, yeah, someone will get like four or five finishers in a match. And you're like, you know, they're not going to kick out of it now. 
But back then, I mean, that was the end of the fucking match when somebody hit the finisher. Like, literally, that's what it was, the finish of the match. So, yeah. It's just crazy how it went from one tombstone and the guy doesn't come back for another three weeks to Shawn Michaels just took six of them in a fucking match. But that's the fucking times, you know? Things change. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, welcome to wrestling. That was our wrestling, wrestling well, that, corner. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, we got one more thing with wrestling we want to get into. But uh, the WWE sold the network to Peacock. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, from what I'm hearing and gathering, they it's a five-year deal for one $1 billion dollars. For the Peacock to basically carry everything in the WWE library for five years and all the pay per views. It'll go past five years. I mean, depending on how well it goes, yeah, because this could be the selling point for Peacock. It'll be that because, like, yeah, it'll be the selling point for Peacock. And, like, I think it'll go past five years because they've had their own network forever. And now Vince, like, who essentially is still the biggest carny in the world, is like, well, I could just give them content and they'll pay me, and I don't have to pay for these streaming serv- or streaming fees. Fucking, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. It and the way that I'm hearing it, the way that it's the network itself, the WWE network, isn't stopping. It's still going to be in every country but the United States. So. It goes to Peacock. Peacock's five dollars a month, nine ninety nine, and not only do you get all the WWE content, you get all the stuff on Peacock as well. So, oh joy. Uh, well, I mean, I watched two and a half men the finale finally, so <laughs> and The Office got smuggled on there, so now it's the only place to see that. Yo, fuck The Office. Oh, all right, we're done. Zach's off the episode. I gotta no, mute him now. Like. <laughs> my, fucking, my wife she when the the office was getting pulled off of netflix that's all she watched for like a fucking month straight and i'm so sick of the fucking office okay so it's not that you don't like it it's that you're saturated with it <laughs> burned out okay gotcha all right we could be friends still it's okay Fuck. but yeah so that was the biggest news coming out of wwe and you know we got the bumble next sunday so by the time you hear from us again, we'll know all about it. But yeah, interesting. One billion dollars for five years. One billion dollars. One billion dollars. So yeah, see how if the interface gets better, if the search function gets better, if you can find Chris Benoit matches at all, if you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Well, you can't. It's just Stevie Richards superimposed on all of them. <laughs> Imagine that shit. <laughs> and it's not it's not right to censor Stevie Richards. It's fucking half shirt jean short Stevie yep. Richards running around. No, I want like late two thousand Stevie Richards. Like after he had his throat surgery. Oh, and he had that really raspy like Pillman I'm voice. Coming back. I'm gonna get the hardcore title. Damn you, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Wow. For some reason, I'm fucking Victoria now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, 
and another segue we'll go into video games but this this will be our, our bridging discussion point the uh the wrestling yeah we know what we're doing the wrestling all-stars game is coming out so they they basically took wrestlefest and they put it with more modern people could not give any less of a shit okay but now we're in video games so zach did you have something you wanted to talk about well first of all the first wrestling (laughs) all-stars sucked i don't know if it's called wrestling all-stars i don't know i got second of all fuck hitman 3 there we go. Okay, let's hear it. What happened? Yeah, that's that's a segue. Boom! <laughs> Who hurt you? Who hurt you? <laughs> uh, Where did he so touch you, Zach? I was so excited to play. I was so hyped to play Hitman Three because it's the 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 reboot conclu- the the whole reboot. It's a trilogy. It's the conclusion to this new reboot, and I was so excited because we're finally getting like an ending. And I love the original series, but we never got like a definitive ending. And we got like kind of teases of an ending, but whatever. This is the ending. The motherfucking game is four or five missions long, and I beat it within two days. <laughs> I paid 60 motherfucking dollars for a glorified expansion pack of Hitman 2, which, by the way, had 10 missions on it. <laughs> oh man it's 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 sad because like last show you were so fucking excited and i could tell that like yes someone just came in and didn't, didn't only piss in your cheerios they dropped trow and fucking dumped in it right there right in front of me too as you're eating don't get me wrong it's still it's still a good game it's still a fucking it's still a hitman game and i've played every hitman game since fucking I tried to run it on my shitty computer with uh, codename 47, and I love them all. Uh, Silent Assassin, not so much. But um, this one was just like, like if it was 30 bucks, I wouldn't be mad. Damn. So, okay. I paid 60 fucking dollars for this game. (laughs) So, between these three games, what would you say would be the most disappointing? Hitman 3, Cyberpunk, or Avengers. Well, that's not even fair because like Hitman Three wasn't broken, and I wasn't yeah. really disappointed with Cyberpunk. Hmm. Uh, I'd I'd probably go with like Avengers, but like I never played it because I saw so, all the that was the problem. <laughs> Nobody I, played I, it. I, I only played uh, Avengers and Cyberpunk. I haven't done anything with uh, Hitman. Uh, I, I haven't had an issue with Cyberpunk. I, I, I'm loving it. I haven't got full into it as much as a lot of people have, um, just because I've bounced in between things, but still enjoy what I'm playing. Avengers, on the other hand, was very, very fun for what it was at first, but, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess they're coming out with their expansion stuff now for the game, which is supposed to oh, add more the, to that's it. that's the other thing. I just remembered that. I guess they released, like like you said, V, they released, the, it wasn't an expansion, they released the first patch for it, but the patch actually broke a bunch of shit that they fixed in the first place. Oh, for Cyberpunk. Really? Yeah, for Cyberpunk. For Cyberpunk, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. were you talking about the Avengers? Yeah, he was talking about yeah. I was not paying attention. <laughs> it happens quite <laughs> often, we know. But, yeah, that's that's crazy this new patch comes out and it fucks shit up worse. 
I, I haven't even downloaded it that I know of. I mean, my Xbox does whatever the fuck it wants when I'm asleep. I think I it goes and diddles my wife, but, you know. <laughs> fucking thing just turns itself on and does whatever the fuck it wants. I can't stop it. I mean, like, it, it, it joined the fucking club. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, what was it like, how many gigs I, is this I, fucking patch? Fucking, I don't know. Yeah. Much. yeah, it's a ton of gigs, and they they just mucked it up even more. But yep. so yeah, fucking I cyberpunk. I pre-ordered Werewolves the Apocalypse. Did you? I saw I it comes out. That. It comes out the fourth, dude. It looks badass. You you get go into a wolf form and then an actual fucking werewolf form and human. Like, like, like I I, uh, I saw. I saw like I never looked into like trailers and stuff, but I saw the the thumbnail of it. And I was like, "This sounds cool." Why have I not heard heard of this? Oh shit! We got a vampire and a werewolf game coming out close proximity to each other. God damn! No, this is awesome. How hard is your dick right now? Ugh! It knocked over the keyboard. I have to hold on a second. I have to push it back. Oh. oh. But all we need is a Frankenstein game, and we're fucking good. Maybe a mummy, too. I don't know. Whatever. I was going to say, if if it was a fucking Lost Boys game, you'd hear darkness shooting his fucking pants. All right. Well, I didn't bring it up this show, but... (laughs) So, it wasn't me. I mean, I'll just get it out of the way now. Game of Thrones. All right, so now Zach doesn't have to bring it up. Oh, God, what have we done? (laughs) Ah... So, so yeah, Lost video Boys, games. The, fucking, the dude turns the, the Chinese food into worms. That was cool. I guess. <laughs> Those aren't noodles, Michael. What? <laughs> worms, Michael. Yeah, You're I had, stupid. Well, I had, a, maggots, I, had a, uh, I had a Lost Boys flashback watching a Super I can't remember what season it was, but uh, Sam is in the nut house because he hasn't been sleeping because he keeps seeing Lucifer, and Lucifer's like keeping him awake. So he's in there, and he's eating on his uh, burger, and he looks down, and there's just all these maggots, and I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting to hear Keith Sussman. <laughs> I was just like... Uh, I'm sorry. That movie was fucking awesome. Anyway, I won't dwell on it forever, and I won't recast everything I can think of with people from that movie, so... I mean... <laughs> yeah. Kiefer Sutherland should play uh, Han Solo. And Diane Weist should be uh, Princess Leia. And, and Corey Haim should be fucking Luke. And yeah, come on. Upper Palpatine should be the grandpa. Yeah, what the fuck? Come on. <laughs> Darth Vader should be fucking Bill S. Preston Esquire. No. No? Okay. Okay, dead air. Good. Uh, okay. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> This this podcast has turned darkness evil. Uh, <laughs> he's got to deal with he has to deal with us once a week, so now he's an asshole. <laughs> My wife who sits there, she's like, you're, "You're starting to get starting to turn into an asshole. You need to do your podcast." I'm like, okay, <laughs> just get it out, just get it out, get out of your system. <laughs> Cooped up too long with each other. She's been on like two weeks vacation until she could finish school. And like, oh, it's fucking terrible. Uh, we can't. We 
Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, we gotta spend time with each other. It's awful. Well, there's not much to do. That's the thing. I mean, I've got her sort of watching Wanda. It's, you know, we got that. And we finished Cobra Kai together, so that's, you know. Other than that, Aww. it's just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but. We all know you don't have sex, so that's out of the question. Uh, it's, I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> Legal, legally, legally. I mean, there's there's papers in place. There's paperwork. No, I'm just... <laughs> um, disgusting. Wow. Okay. I... Sex is disgusting. Yeah. Sex with your wife. All right. Now we know how Zach feels. No, sex with you is disgusting. Oh, because you know firsthand. It sounds like. Let's tell everybody the story, like, Zach. Like your wife <laughs> is a fucking trooper. I'll just I'll just lay that out. I know she listens. <laughs> She's a fucking trooper. She is the one throwing herself on that grenade. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> Make fun of Game of Thrones again. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm trying to think. What fucking got him going? He must really be pissed at Hitman 3. Oh, yeah, Game of Thrones. There we go. <laughs> Made fun of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Fucking sit there and tell your wife she's a trooper for you know because you said something about the lost place. What the fuck? You oh, said you said shit about Game of Thrones, so he's putting on his fucking little cape and his crown, and he's like, "Fuck you, don't just." <laughs> he was already wearing it when the show started. Fuck. I, bet, I bet. I bet his chair. I bet his chair is a uh, chair of swords. <laughs> like cheap plastic molded chair. I won't, I won't lie to say I haven't looked into that. <laughs> if you, and I if, won't lie to say I either have or have not a uh, replica cloak of the Night Watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> night watch he's like oh shit <laughs> he's been drinking he, too much <laughs> he he peeks his head out the door he peeks his head out the door goes now remember kids i'm doing my podcast you know what that means they're like daddy's naked <laughs> uh, i am the sword in the shadows video games now we got I more got video oh oh yeah go for it i got a couple because i'm the video game boy on the podcast remember yeah you're the only uh, one that can afford to stay up with it, but yeah konami's closing down no shit no shit what what does that entail um they've been really vague on it so far but like so they've so the at first they just were like Okay, we're not doing video games anymore. We're just focusing on fucking pachinko machines. Oh, that's and right. They were turning okay. like Silent Hill into pachinko machines and like Metal Gear Solid pachinko machines, but apparently they're not going to be doing that anymore either. Oh, shit. So, so... I'm kind of hoping that uh, Hideo Kojima picks up Silent Hills, the Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid licenses. Yeah, I mean, I had heard that there was going to be a Metal Gear Solid remake, so. 
Well, that's the thing is that like Kojima and Konami had like such a messy breakup and then they're kind of slowly in talks and slowly like making up yeah to make a, a Silent Hill game. And now Konami's taking a header. Yeah. Interesting. Cuz Konami's been fucking trash and now they're just like, "Well, I guess we're closing down now." Konami's been going downhill Contra. The first one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even play the newest. Yeah. Oh, it's garbage. That's what I've heard, fortunately. Oh my god, it's fucking trash. Yeah. I I rented it off of Redbox and played it as a curiosity. Uh, Konami, I want my four bucks back. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's that bad. I mean, can you imagine if they'd actually done something cool with their licenses? So what they got? Well, they got Castlevania, they got yeah. Contra, they got Metal Gear, they got Silent Hill, they got. I mean, can you imagine if they had like a Castlevania type game with like Silent Hill gameplay? Something I mean, like that would be badass. Is look at all they gotta do is look at what Capcom is doing right now with Resident Evil. And be like, oh, we could just do this with, with the awesome properties that we own. But no, they just want to make fucking pachinko machines. Which I don't even understand how fucking pachinko works. It's like a pinball machine set on its side. Like it's, it's... it's like a pinball machine, but stupid. I kind of yeah. get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's huge in, in Japan. Is... Huge. Yeah, huge. Like, like huge parlors where like, they quote unquote go, don't gamble. But you could get all these little uh, metal balls, and then you take them and you get a gift certificate, and then you walk across the street, and there you could get money. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they got around gambling in Japan. But you take your metal balls, and you could go to the fucking vending machine with the women's panties in it, and you're all set. Because Japan is awesome. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a country that was made for me. <laughs> <laughs> Video games, anime, and women's panties in a vending machine. Um, I'm there. I, Tentacle porn. Yes. You, once I get my apartment, once I get my job in Japan and my apartment going, you motherfuckers are never going to see me again. It's going to fucking be lost on the internet for all time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, other video. His... What? Sitting on his pile of women's panties. I got all my fucking statues of the anime girls with the big titties. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever wonder, like in Japan, if the things that we think are huge for us are like huge for them, or they're just like that's a kid co like show? I don't give two shits about that. You know, like us fucking loving Dragon Ball Z. To yeah. them is like loving fucking My Little Pony or something. They're just like that's kid I, shit. Not from what I understand, not so much. It's it's like uh, there is just like a whole like subculture of that of that kind of shit. Because Dragon Ball still is just huge over there. Well, it's yeah. it's basically just like Goku's like the Japanese version of Superman. Oh, okay. So he's pretty huge. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. It. it the only thing I have is I've talked to people from England and nobody knows who Judge Dredd is. So that's my thing. I'm like, I love it, but they nobody fuck fuck Judge Dredd is. So <laughs> it's like, 
the same kind of dynamic or is it you know no not not so there there are some things where they're just like no that's stupid but like like you said dragon ball but dragon ball's fucking huge over there yeah i mean pokemon is that just like a kid's cartoon for them and it's nothing here i mean okay so it's huge huge there there. the thing that kind of caught me off guard that's like really huge over in japan is uh star wars oh yeah yeah. yeah, they love Star Wars as long as you don't have black people on the poster. So <laughs> that's right. I forgot. Fucking John that. Boyega, man, he got screwed in Japan. Like, <laughs> that was just crazy. That's harsh. <laughs> the what? That's harsh. Yeah. Harsh. The, what it, happened? Look at the the. Oh no, it's the Chinese poster. Japan's fine. Never mind. What am I saying? I'm a fucking idiot. Asia. No, because I totally thought it was. I, I could totally thought it was Japanese too. So I'm an idiot with you. No, China. China took their their poster for the Force Awakens, and like John Boyega was so tiny on that poster, and it's still like a problem. People are mad about Jesus. it. But so at this point, yeah. But I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I have no Wait. frame of references of where we're at now. Um, no. Japan. Uh, panties. Did, did oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to fucking carry on the goddamn podcast. I was too, fucker. Speaking of Japan, Kong versus Godzilla. We got a preview. All right, go ahead. Uh, do you, So, Kong versus Godzilla. Like, I was going to go on with video game stuff, but this is kind of like, I want to talk about this while it's fresh in my head. Okay. Do you think that they're going to do the thing they did with the first uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, where, like, in America, King Kong won, but in, in the J- J- Japanese version of the movie, Godzilla won? It's, I didn't remember that. I remember them both fighting and falling into a volcano together. So <laughs> The way I remember it is that, like, they both fell into the ocean, and then, like, King Kong stood up and started walking away, like, wading through the ocean. And they're like, oh, yeah, so the American version, King Kong won, and the, the other the Japanese version, uh, Godzilla won. Um, the two different endings. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Huh. Like I said, I, I might have just read the fucking book or something, and they both fell into a volcano. Isn't, but... it, isn't it kind of weird how they're kind of like... Like, Godzilla at this point has like three new movies. But they're trying to make uh, Godzilla the heel of the movie. Yeah, it's I don't know what the fuck. Well, like Kong's a murdering son of a bitch on his island. He just fucks with shit just to fuck with it. Oh, but he likes pretty women, so I guess he's okay. He's a he's a face. So the last movie they made, Godzilla was kind of a, a face. He wasn't necessarily a heel. Well, didn't they call him in to take I, out I the other monsters? I, I yeah. did, but I fell asleep. So. I mean, I don't remember it all that well, but he was brought in because he he was the king of the monsters or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that much of it, but I don't know. Did you like the last Kong movie? Yeah, it was right. I haven't seen the last. The Kong of Skull Islander. I liked that one. Yeah, that's that was, that was alright. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean. The fuck? But since we're since we're on the topic of Godzilla versus uh, Kong, just real quick, they pushed it back one more week, so it's going to be out at the end of March. Oh, okay. 
I just saw the first preview for it, so I was excited that I saw a preview for it. That preview was badass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They're like standing on that boat, good. punching the shit out of each other. <laughs> it's just like this is so, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that trailer, that trailer, um, in 24 hours of its release, it had 15 million views. Nice. So people are actually interested. That's good. And it's coming to HBO Max. Yeah, you don't have to leave the house for that one. So. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of 50-50 on that because I really miss the movie theater. I oh, I miss it that so like much. Every, like once an episode, but I really miss going to the movie theater. If the one at the mall right by us opened, I would probably go. But yeah. the next closest one for us is to the fuck far away, so I'm like, I'm not going to bother. But with it being on HBO Max, I'll watch I'll watch Kong vs. Godzilla. That's yeah, no big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't even know where I saw you what? I don't know where I saw this article. Um, so I think it was AMC. AMC ended up, uh, they ended up raising like a shit ton of money to uh, keep from closing down. Oh, hmm. yeah. And uh, they're also getting a bunch of uh, grants and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well, we're setting in for a dark winter, so it won't be any time within the next three or four months. But no, I mean, we went by it. We, it was just, we went by the mall and they had those big, like, look like a steel cage around the fucking <clears throat> the theater. So, well, yeah, they put those up anytime the theater's closed. Uh, yeah, like, but... even if it was, but yeah, it's, it's done. It's, we go walking up to the, we go walking up to the mall by the, the theater on the theater wall. It's like these sun bleached posts. For fucking movies yeah. that were like, like they had like, like two years old. Sonic was on there, Birds of Prey. Uh-huh. I was just like, wow, <laughs> can oh, barely yeah. tell wow. what they are. Come out last year. <laughs> yeah, but it's just fucking sad. Uh, quick you know? side note. Quick side note. I like. Uh, I was just scrolling on Facebook, and I saw uh, something that might interest you, Darkness. Uh oh. Is it about um, my fucking? Uh, pertinence to uh, bondage gear because that was alluded to in the sort of the fuck <laughs> I jump on Facebook and I'm like oh I gotta promote the show and I see somebody already has and it's like oh yeah darkness's love of bondage gear I'm like well, wait what <laughs> I don't fuck it I don't know I that was big about? the well the the title of the show was Spoonman and the and the gimp mask. Oh yeah, I remember now. Yes, I remember because we were talking about your love of uh, being tied up and, what the in f- your words, being a meat pinata. <laughs> <laughs> Zach fucking remembers shit way different. First, it's the Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast, and then it's our own fucking podcast. He's on no, fucking a, drugs when he's doing this show. I swear to God. Here's the problem. He's he's literally sitting there having a totally different conversation than we are. And like fucking, he's like, yeah, you remember when you said you like to put your fucking dick in a mousetrap? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's laying in the fucking floor of his closet. In a fucking night watch robe, naked, first of all, dropping first acid. Of all, first of all, I have my two hundred dollar gamer chair. Oh, naked. The rest of it's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> There's Fuck. no. Second. I'm not laying here. I'm sitting in my gamer chair. 
Oh. Okay. Have a nice little desk. Okay. Anyway, um, speaking of your love of bondage gear, um, this combines this combines your two loves though. It's bondage gear and vampires. Oh. Uh oh. Stay Wicked presents Blood Lube. What? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Here's here's the advert. Have an odd fetish. Are you a vampire? Do you like being freaky? Blood Lube might just be for you. Oh, get it all up in me, Daddy. Wow. I made up, I made oh, up part shit. of that. Hmm. <laughs> the lube part <laughs> that was the only he made up no i saw a thing for blood lube and i thought you might be interested in it uh, oh. that's scary or enough or, on it or they'll listen to us listen to this and give us a sponsorship there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our first sponsorship is fucking blood lube awesome you know it's fitting you see i i have a fucking fear of that happening while i'm having sex so i don't think me doing it purposely would be a good thing Wait, so. like, hold on. What? Blood lube, like. Have you? You've never like. I've got my blood wings. You... Yeah, I was gonna say, I I know you have because you're fucking sick. <laughs> so only time you will have sex with your wife. Oh, it's like. Is it that time? Let's have us some sex. What? Stay right there. I gotta get Jeez. my Keezer Sutherland pot costume. It's not Keezer Sutherland. <laughs> what the hell? It's basically just a leather jacket. Oh, wait. Never mind. Wig. <laughs> I already have all that. Yeah. That's what Dark, Dark just puts on the blonde wig. <laughs> it's just the blonde wig. The spiky you the hair. vampire teeth, but not even the, the nice ones, the ones you get out of the egg machine. Yeah. It's like that molded one piece of plastic. That, like, cuts your gums. Oh, yeah. I remember that shit from like, being a kid. Then they had those other ones that were just the two fangs, and you put that weird gel shit in it that would harden, and I was always afraid yeah. I would pull my fucking teeth out if it got stuck. So. Did, you, did you ever get the... I, I, I know you did, Darkness. Big uh, V, did you ever get the ones that were, like, candy, but they tasted like shit? The wax yeah, ones? Yeah, the, wa the wax, the wax wings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. Vampire candy, but you're like, oh, it's like eating a well, fucking candle. Yeah. Oh, no, there was, yeah. There's the fucked up ones too that you uh you bit into the back and it would leak out like the cherry juice or whatever for like blood, but it just made all these kids fucking sticky and like fucking, you know, they they wake up the next day with a fucking ant beard. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? I have a beard of ants. <laughs> <laughs> it's only cool if you do bees. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, You're like a real man if you do bees. Yeah, damn it. Those Africanized ones, because they're mean motherfuckers. Or were we supposed to get like those wasps that were supposed to annihilate us? Or is that coming they were still here, this year? But apparently they're like they died off because they can't survive our climate or some shit. They were supposed to be wild, crazy bees, but we were saved at the zero hour by Bat Boy. Okay, well, that works, oh, I guess. Bat I, that, that's fucking crazy you brought up bat boy because like i always thought the weekly weird weekly world news was like some weird fever dream i had <laughs> no that shit was real yeah, i mean very real the stories weren't but the the publication was yeah yeah those, those newspapers were fucking alien? cool 
the Inquirer, and then uh, what else no, was we're there? Talking about the Weekly World News. There was other weird ones, but yeah, those were all. But yeah, fun. like because uh, that one had that one had Bat Boy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then, like, bad. like I watched I watched like a weird little documentary on Bat Boy, and I was like, oh, this this actually happened, and they they chronicled like like in the Weekly World News, he had a whole like birth life and death storyline <laughs> he's got like these like legitimate fucking journalists sitting there writing this story on this did you know guy. did you know there was a fucking bat boy broadway play no i, I do okay i <laughs> do <laughs> <laughs> he sounds so proud of that too he's just like i fucking knew i knew all about it i knew all of it God, I remember there's an know. Evil Dead one that I wanted to see, but God, that'd be so cool. Yeah, yeah. I watched the Shrek one; it was fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Because like it's just this big fat guy with like they put they they put the makeup on him and it's like Shrek proportions to his head, and it's fucking upsetting to look at. <laughs> Oh fuck! I just know I wanted to go to the, the Evil Dead the musical and because the different zones they had like the like total gore zone the the slight splatter and it went in levels to how far back you got sat. You sat up front. You, you sit up front. You just get drenched. It's like a fucking Gallagher show. Gallagher, <laughs> yep. It's got, they sell ponchos at the fucking front door. <laughs> That's awesome. Gallagher's a little beyond your time there, Zach. Sorry, kid. Oh, I know Gallagher. I, I know Gallagher. I tried like I always heard about Gallagher and then I tried watching him and he's fucking corny as shit and I couldn't get into it. Uh he's fucking hilarious. And you see him when he had hair or when he was bald? Uh -huh. He had hair. Okay, that was the cheesy stuff. He got bald, he fucking got like dark. And it was kinda interesting to watch. <laughs> Whoa. I love I love I, I do want to see like... Dark Gallagher now. <laughs> he would try so hard to get that shit to fly clear to the back of the fucking... He's like, oh, you think you're safe? <laughs> uh, he would come up with the different fucking, like, the, the uh, shooters and shit. He's like, yeah, you all thought you were safe in the back seat, right? And he'd roll out that fucking cannon. <laughs> <laughs> the Sledge-O-Matic, yes. Uh-huh. Fuck the '80s comedians were the best because they were out there and they were all fucking coked out and they were just fucking. Oh, yeah. oh my god, Howie Mandel was funny as shit. Robin Williams was just out of his mind. Yeah, with coke. With coke, <laughs> both of them with coke. Bobcat oh, Goldwait could be a comedian in that day and age, and it was awesome. <laughs> Bobcat. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Sam Kennison was fucking hilarious. Oh, Kennison, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good shit, man. We don't have that stuff anymore. We barely have fucking stand-up comedians anymore. They tell um, one fucking... bad joke and they get canceled. <laughs> it's yeah, like... that still funny. And, well, Who? That, that's like, what I hate his... Joe Rogan's still funny. I hate his podcast, but like his stand-up specials I like. Uh, yeah. Joe Rogan's pretty funny. But it, here's the thing, that... Nowadays, anybody says any one wrong thing, it's like fucking you're you're like in like the chair thrown at you. Fucking back in the day, Eddie Murphy and fucking all of them were talking. They're just like straight up like fucking no filters. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that Chappelle. Chappelle can still pull it off. He can still do whatever the fuck he wants. He's one of those blessed few that can well, do that. They tried to get him in trouble about something, and he just kind of blew it off, and nobody remembers it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's 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 the only way you can fucking do it. I mean, this is their job. This is what they do. And if you find it offensive, what the fuck are you doing there? You know, like Eddie Murphy. If I go to a fucking Eddie Murphy show. I know white people are going to get fucking tucked shit on. I know. Yeah. And I'm okay with that because it's fucking Eddie Murphy. But, but yeah. it's funny. If I, I go to when Michael Richardson's show, I know what I'm in for. If you go where? Michael Richardson. Michael oh. Richardson. <laughs> yeah, his last show was a while ago, but I don't know. <laughs> it, was, I, it got fucking weird. Yeah. I, I, still, I still love Eddie Murphy talking shit about Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> He's all... <laughs> He's all, I got a call from Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor's like, tell that pudding eating motherfucker to shut the fuck up. <laughs> the whole oh, time, yeah. he's talking about being on the moral high ground with Eddie Murphy. The whole time, he is just quaaluding and raping people <laughs> left and right. Yeah, like the, the biggest dark That's spot for... That's so more funny now. Yeah, the biggest dark spot for Eddie Murphy is Pluto Nash and My Girl Wants to Party all the time. Bill Cosby's is significantly more darker than that. So, you ever watch like? Uh, do you ever see like the whole the thing that started all when Hannibal Buress called out Bill Cosby? No. Hannibal I... Buress like straight up like it's. I'll, I'll send you guys the clip later, but he like straight up. He's like, "Oh yeah, Bill Cosby is a rapist," and he got booed off stage. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was this? This like it it kind of kicked off the whole uh looking into Bill Cosby's past. Mm. <laughs> so it was however long ago this whole shit started. So how did he find out? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he heard story. But it's probably one of those things where like, oh yeah, Bill Cosby rapes people, and then uh, Kevin Spacey likes to have sex with the underage boys. I'm sure there's like a million stories like that about Hollywood. Oh yeah. Don't go, go. Don't go up to Harvey Weinstein's place and ask him for a part in one of his movies. Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's still the Kevin Spacey thing. I still find it funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. They're like, so, uh, what do you think about these accusations uh, being thrown at you about you uh, sleeping around with underage boys, boys from uh, like uh, coming into the business? He's like. I don't know. It's probably true. I am gay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's how he comes. That's how he comes out about being gay and says, you know, it probably happened. <laughs> that's my excuse for being a pedophile is that I'm gay. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you kind of you, you get like a pass for certain things, but there's certain things that get... that. That pass will not allow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit what your pass is. If you're like, oh yeah, I'm a pedophile because A, B, and C, you're still a fucking pedophile, and fuck you for that. I have ADD. That's why I'm chopping this guy's head off right now. Yes. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, the fucking the the great uh, Ted Bundy excuse. Oh yeah, I'm addicted to porn, so I murdered 44 women. <laughs> Oh, that is a legit excuse. I mean, fuck, porn's expensive. I mean, it was back in the day with him. It was him. back in the day. Now it's yeah, funny. yeah. I, I was gonna say back in the day. Now you just fucking, you just gotta turn on fucking uh, oh, so... CBS and you got. Were Were we talking about it on the show or off of the show about 
uh, OnlyFans, and can why do we need OnlyFans? <laughs> because so, Pornhub's free. <laughs> I always, I always say like we. I, I don't think we talked about this on the show, but I always say OnlyFans is like because because uh, amateur porn is like very huge on Pornhub, but like OnlyFans is like oh this person at work has one. This person at work who I've always wanted to see naked. Oh well, I'll pay. 10 bucks a month to go see this person naked it's like anita in accounting has got a fucking only fan yeah, exactly. you're like what i have to see this wait, wait. I, I like, wait are you looking up anita in accounting what the fuck anita, anita in accounting has this anita in accounting is like she's hot i gotta go see her boobies now like imagine we're oh, gonna go back we're gonna there's go a back a little bit. Fisting herself. Cool. <laughs> Imagine going back. All right, you work in the in the office, and Pam Beasley's got a. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be like what the what? <laughs> or she's just taking this monster dildo in her ass. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. If you if you if like if you do an OnlyFans and you just do lewds, no, I'm not paying for that. Yeah. But if you are doing an OnlyFans and you are just like up, just <laughs> wrist deep up in yourself, you're putting on a one person show for show an hour. <laughs> show me something that's worth my ten dollars a month. Yeah, but that's it, a crazy thing. Like you say, like like the Pam I Beasley inside you. Yeah, like the the, the Pam Beasley kind of meek and quiet girl at work is kind of <laughs> fucking OnlyFans. And she's like so, insane on there. I can see that's, that. Yeah, that's the appeal. <laughs> so, so Zach, how many subscriptions this do you have? Like a good t- Actually, none. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time for what I now? I, uh, I said this is a good time to plug. Uh, within the next couple of weeks, we are starting a uh, Dark Asylum OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll be. The lowest rated OnlyFans. We'll actually owe OnlyFans company the money. What the fuck are you talking about starting one? I've been posting videos for the last three years, you dick. You've just been sending them to me. Well, I thought that were for the site. What the fuck? Which, you know, thank you for that. But, like, next time I see you, like, giving yourself the Swedish chef treatment, I'm going to be upset. No, somebody turns on a fucking porn of fucking darkness, and they're like, "I didn't know this was a fucking furry porn." Wow! <laughs> All right. <laughs> they're like, "That's not. He's not wearing a furry costume. That's just him." <laughs> Being very, very uh, unapologetic towards the Italian. Thing. <laughs> Any of them take that, you know. Uh, <sighs> anyway. So speaking of fisting, WandaVision, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on, I, I I got a few, just a few little points on movies real quick, and then we get into WandaVision. Okay. Uh, I got a couple movie stuff too, so no. Okay, okay. by all means. My my mine is short, kind of short and sweet. Uh, Dana DeHaan, the guy who played uh, Green Goblin in The Amazing Spider-Man Two, um, shut down all rumors about him returning in Spider-Man Three. For one, he says, uh, it doesn't make sense to me how they could even do that, so why would I do that? Um, he said he would love to do another superhero movie at some point, but it had to make sense to him. 
So yeah. he will not be in the Amazing Spider-Man three. So hasn't uh, he been in three superhero movies? If I'm thinking of the right guy, so he did. Uh, he was uh, Goblin two, Green Goblin two. Then he was also in um, that one. It was like the first person camera uh, where he he got superpowers. No, 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 no. Um, I'm trying to think of the fucking name. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, him and his friends got like went to that meteor, and then they got superpowers, and he turned into a giant asshole, and they oh, had to take him out. Uh, yeah, was that was, him? Was I think that was him. And then he was in uh, Valerian and whatever the fuck. So that's off based yeah, off a of comic. Start. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I can only give the dude so many comic book roles from the. Yeah. What's that one called? Damn it! There's somebody that's like screaming at their fucking speaker right now. The name of it's it. It's not like well, we, all no, three of us don't have supercomputers in our pockets. I'm just I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> I am too. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember what the fuck it was. Valerian. Like Discovery. Chronicle. Chronicle. There you go. There oh, you go. Yeah. Yeah. So he's done a few superhero movies that you know Chronicle was. Good. Eventually, supposed to get a sequel, but it never happened. But, so um, okay, so he won't be returning. You hear, you hear about uh, Tony Toby Maguire being Toby a diva. being a diva? Yep, I was gonna just say that. <laughs> being a what? A diva on set. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotta have his money and gotta have his special accommodations because since he's the original Spider-Man, he has to be treated with, with special treatment. <laughs> fucking original Spider-Man. That's bullshit. Because there was a live-action TV show with the original Spider-Man. Fuck that. Yeah, not only that. So In the 80s. What they need to do is they, uh, they need to take back, each Spider-Man movie. Japanese guy. That's true, too. Go ahead, V. V. Did we lose him? Oh, God. Yeah. Ted Schwartz is the original Spider-Man. That's all I have to say. But what they should do, they should uh, take I love how he's talking, what? and he just drops mid-speech, oh, okay. mid-sentence. All right, yeah, so we have uh, once again lost Big V. <laughs> we'll continue cool. on without him. Professional podcast. <laughs> um, well, I mean, he is in a closet on Wi-Fi in the middle of a snowstorm, so. So am I. Okay, but you you got better internet, don't you? Apparently. I thought CenturyLink yeah. was shit, but apparently not. Oh, he just came back. What were you saying, V? Oh, uh, I'm saying if they want to talk uh, about money, to take all three franchises, throw down how, uh, which one make the most money, and then they can go from there. Tom Holland. Yeah. Right. So they got two, right? So doesn't Tobey Maguire's better? Weren't they like the? Aren't they in the top ten of all time or something? Uh, they've aged poorly. Well, they've aged poorly, but I mean, as far as box office. Well, because we have. I thought those were like pretty huge in the box office top twenty five. I know Two was pretty big. Yeah, I I remember three being like really big, but it was a but terrible movie. Was so yeah, everyone like, we're getting Venom, and then Venom was a piece of shit. So Venom was fucking Topher Grayson. Oh yeah, that's a hundred and thirty pound Eddie Brock. So scary. Yeah, 
Right. And he, he canceled that 70s show so he could be in that movie, and everyone hates him for that, too. So it's like, can't catch no fucking breaks. I haven't seen him in anything since, so. I don't, I don't, I don't want an Eddie Brock that I can beat the shit out of. <laughs> Paul, or uh, not Tom Holland, but. Uh, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy is way more believable as Eddie Brock. Yeah. <laughs> so. I just, I just, I still have that little bit of issue with his, like, almost, like, autistic, like, the way he's, like, I, I, I don't know, like, he, he gets, it's like, he's, he sounds weird on occasion, but, I mean, I, I love him as Eddie Brock, it's just, That's I know he, any Tom, any Tom Hardy movie you watch, he's gonna be doing a stupid voice. Because he's trying to talk American instead of, uh, that, Australian? That is fate. Okay. All right. Oh, Batman. <laughs> well, he, well, that's yeah. That whole movie was him talking in a weird voice. <laughs> yeah. Back to you, the people. It would hurt for you. Okay. Well. Okay. Couple, couple other things on the uh, superhero topic. Um, Invincible is giving uh, their. Um, in the works of developing a, no, a live no. action. Oh, and, and it, so. it won't, it won't be there. It's in development, and it won't be connected to the animated show. So it's going to be two separate. You're going to have your animated, and you're going to have your live action movie. Oh, shit. I'm so happy so, that people like, are like going to find out about Invincible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. It's so good. But I well, mean, if it if it just covers the first trade paperback, then it's going to suck. But then the sequel is going to be better. <laughs> Trust me, it, it starts off slow, people. Anybody listening to the sound of my voice, Invincible starts off slow, but it ends fucking awesome. Yeah, get to issue like ten, and you're golden. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say once you like, once you get to issue like six, then it's great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, any other movie news there, V? Um, we got. Borderlands, um, they just casted Kevin Hart as uh, Soldier Roland. Cool. Okay. Wait, what? Kevin Hart? <laughs> Kevin Hart, I was like, okay. <laughs> Is this like Jumanji? Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 right. you, you like stuck three things in my head. I was like, yes, Borderlands. Yes, Kevin Hart. Yes, Soldier Roland. Wait, Soldier Roland's supposed to be a tall guy. Like, tall, <laughs> intimidating guy. The Rock is, is, is Soldier Hall. Yeah, maybe, but Kevin Hart, yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. Then uh, Raya and the Last Dragon is going to cost the same on Disney Plus as Mulan did. What the hell's Raya and the Last Dragon? I, I, uh, it's, I, I won't watch it. it it's a cool-looking animated movie that I'm interested in seeing, but I'm, I'll wait until it goes free. What was that other one that came out right around Christmas? They just made it free, right? Soul? I okay. believe oh, so. Yeah. Well, with the dead air, I'm sure everyone saw it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So they didn't charge for that one, but they're going to charge the other one. Uh-huh. Uh, I hope it gets them in the same fucking situation as the last time they tried that shit. Disneyland just canceled fucking annual pass holders, too, so fuck them. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, they did away with the annual passes. So for Disney World and Disneyland, Disneyland hasn't been able to even open up yet. So 
Yeah, the the cats and rats are taking over Disneyland because there's no people to scare them off during the day. <laughs> and then my my last thing, and it's it's so I can leave this on a um, movies on a wonderful note. That's me. I don't know if anybody else has movies, but Captain Marvel two may be featuring three leading superheroes. One uh, being Captain Marvel, two being Miss Marvel. What? I'm sorry. It's just a natural reaction. <laughs> and the third one being Monica Rambeau. Monica Rambeau. Yeah, that's the so, daughter of uh, her friend from uh, the first one. Of who, her friend. So yeah. the only the only thing I could say is I bet fucking Brie Larson right now is fucking throwing a fit <laughs> and and burning down her fucking mansion because we all know what Brie Larson is. Brie Larson's a cunt. Oh, uh, I don't know where you get that idea from, but okay. <laughs> oh but yeah, yeah. Mon- Monica Rambeau is actually the one of the original Captain Marvels, and Miss mm. Marvel. They're probably gonna establish with the TV show first, and then shove her in. So I guess we'll see how it all goes. But leading right into that, is it time for Wandavision? Well, that's a good time to leave the one division unless Zach had something else. I think Zach left a piss again, or he had an aneurysm. <laughs> I tried to do it while Biggie was talking. <laughs> he had to piss again. All right. All right. I'm drinking. I've been trying to be healthy and drink a lot of water. Were you guys trying to talk to me? No, not really. No. <laughs> but no. Uh, so, episode three of WandaVision. What are your thoughts and takes? You I, think? This is fucking great. Yeah. This whole show's been great so far. Um, <clears throat> it's The first episode to me was very confusing at first, and it was really only because I got home, started watching, and ended up falling asleep like partway through it, not because of the show, just because I was like dead-ass tired. Um, ended up seeing the whole episode, but not remembering it all fully. So I was a little confused. I was like, fuck, wait. So I went back and watched it. I'm like, okay, I'm getting it. It starts off very campy and and, and, um, goofy. And then it's slowly just morphing into this, like, you know. Yeah, it it started off real heavy. Yeah, yeah. It started off real heavy with the, like, the sitcom kind of thing. And there was just a couple weird little things sprinkled in. And as the episodes are progressing, it's getting weirder and weirder. And that's kind of like that's, yeah, kind of the point of it. Where like, yeah, it's. I mean, it, I was thrilled to see. Off, uh, go for it. Off really slow, where like they're having dinner, and then like dude starts choking, and then that mm. was like the single weird movement um, moment in the show, and then the weird moments just get bigger and longer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hobie cutting the wall. Yeah, like weird things. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I like that shit. I like that we have Thomas and William now. We got Wiccan and Speed. So that's kind of interesting to see where that goes, if anywhere. Um, The uh, ending where it seems like like, where her friend got thrown out of this reality or whatever the fuck's going on. And you see the type of, of manpower they have trying to contain whatever the fuck's going on you know 
Like shields well, there, and and they're trying to find out why is there this giant fucking energy force field here. So that is cool to see too. Held here. Yeah, I love I love all the uh, commercials being hydro related. Yes. Yeah. So it, it, it's like, is it when the fuck is it happening in the timeline? Is it Wanda doing it? Is it someone doing it to Wanda? Is it you know it, what the fuck's gonna happen? So, so it's it's. It's doing what it's supposed to do and keep me interested and want to see what the fuck happens next. Well, yeah, I was like, I I'm like, theory. okay, yeah, let's hear your what, what, what do we all think? Hold on. So, I, uh, I think it's after, after Endgame, after the snap, and they've always been kind of uh, scared of Wanda, like Shield. <laughs> Now sword, they've always been scared of like uh, Tony Stark. They're all scared of Wanda. Like, if you remember Civil War, Vision was supposed to just be keeping her at the uh, Avengers compound. Yeah. What if after the snap, after Thanos is beaten, they're like so terrified of her <laughs> that they just keep her in this like almost artificial reality where she could just stay there and be happy because. Like in reality, in the continuity, uh, Vision's dead. Yeah, yeah. But Vision's also an artificial intelligence, so it kind of like keeps it kind of keeps up the idea that like he could still be alive in this like weird, almost VR experience that's meant to be kind of like her prison, almost where she's just stayed in there and then. If we ever need her to deal with a superhuman, like, alien... Because that's what uh, S.W.O.R.D. is supposed to be. It's the space division of fucking S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And we're... And she's supposed to be just kept here, kept quiet, not out running around causing problems, with Vision living her ideal life. Yeah, I could see that, actually. I mean... And... When she, at the end of Infinity War, she was fucking, like, almost on the brink of, of having a fucking episode, you know, because Vision was dead, and Thanos lived, and everything else, and the snap took her, so when she comes back at the end of Endgame, she goes after Thanos, and they have that big scene where Thanos is like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. You took everything from me. He's like, I don't fucking know you. <laughs> so that could have. Like, oh, you, you, you will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she did, she kind of got her moment of revenge, but not really. She's probably had a psychotic kick, or she's had a lot of stress, or she's had a lot of whatever you want to call it. Fuck with her head. And and shields ter- shield is canonically terrified of her. Yeah, and they don't know she's. <laughs> first of all, she's basically from a fucking experimental lab I mean yeah. and they don't have mutants in the Marvel Universe yet so yeah. the MCU so they had to make them fucking like 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 Nazi experiments basically so that's a big problem for S.H.I.E.L.D. already the fact that she can alter reality telekinetic and all this other shit probably doesn't help at all so yeah she, they, they, she might be in like remember that thing that that uh, Tony Stark had where he was moving that part of his before his parents left. Yeah, yeah. He was he was at MIT showing it off. What if she's in something like that and she doesn't realize? That's kind of my thought about it. And they just uploaded Jarvis into there to kind of exactly. like 
So because Jarvis is still a thing, you know, they put him in Vision, I but mean, he's got copies. So yeah, Vision's but, hard copy is is dead because they don't have the uh, what was he the Soul Stone anymore? Yeah, but he's still an AI. He's still an artificial artificial intelligence that they could create and he could interact with her as if nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah, that, but that's what's confusing me a little bit because he's also starting to figure out something's not right. See, yeah, that yeah. was the thing I was going to start hitting on was when he because he, he said something either. and he's like, "What's going on?" And then the show like it, it almost looked like it jumped backwards, and everyone's uh-huh. like, "What the fuck just happened?" And then it, they they redid the scene, so right, yeah, Vision was kind of figuring it out, and then that lady that was in there, the friend of hers that helped deliver the baby, she brought up fucking Quicksilver. So your brother Ultron killed him and she's like, she fucking freaked out. Then the the shit gets fucking ejected like 40 miles outside of that zone. (laughs) You know who that that chick is, right? Who? The chick that got ejected out of that little zone. Monica Rambo. Uh-huh. What? We're like fucking investigators over here. Shit, this is like real detective work. So the thing is, that's a good if, possibility. If, if Vision was just an AI, I, I don't think they, they want to program him to help figure things out. If they yeah. put him in there, he he'd be put in there to fucking um, actually prevent her from figuring things out. He's also so that, yeah, that's he's what, also a super intelligence too, and he'll he'll eventually figure out, and maybe that's why everything kind of got rewound and that's and he was just like he didn't he wasn't like oh shit did everything just get rewound he just got rewound and then back to like happy 50s or 60s vision husband man oh shit she's listed in the fucking credits as monica rambo really yeah i just looked up wandavision cast on on imdb she's fucking monica rambo damn v Smarty, you've done your homework. <laughs> uh, Tayona Paris is listed as Monica Rambo, and we're supposed to get Randall Park in there sometime too, so that's kind of interesting. Cool, but I don't want spoilers or anything. So right, <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's uh, I'm really loving it, and I guess uh, this Friday's episode is supposed to be even more spectacular. Yeah. Do we know how many episodes it's going to be? Is it twelve? Is it eight? Is it twenty-four? Is it what the fuck? Do we know? No. No. Okay. Whenever, whenever Doctor Strange shows up and said, "Hey, let's get you out of this bullshit." <laughs> yeah. I like I said that we've talked about it already. I think her big psychotic break is going to shatter the multiverse. So yes, that's what leads into everything especially, else. Especially because she's like she's with Vision who she loves and now they have kids together and then she's going to find out it's all it's all lies and then she's going to have a mental break and then she's going to start whatever version of house of m that the marvel universe can have yeah yeah i i think they're doing it a little too soon because having captain america and tony stark and all them come back it's a little too soon like oh they just died oh they're back you know, I would have put it off a little bit further because it would have been cool to see, you know, Captain America and all of them come back through the multiverse. But it'll still be cool to see what what they do with it, it and what changes long term. It would have been cool to see like 
kind of how the comic books do when Peter takes over Stark Industries. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been an interesting thing to see, too. And we may even see it. It could happen. I mean, the next, it's, been, it's been forever, so the next time we see Spider-Man, he might be the big CEO. Yeah. I mean, it's very interesting. <laughs> All right. So that was WandaVision, Episode 3. What else we got to hit here? We want to do Comic Book Book Club now? Fuck yeah, we do. Yeah. All right, finally. Two weeks. Wait, 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 real quick. Sorry. Uh, since we didn't read anything this week, I read some of the DC Future stuff. The Future. that. So, some of it's actually really good. Some of it's a little weird. Um, I read Catwoman. And I guess Bruce Wayne's dead. But then they find him on a train. And then I read Batman, and Batman's got no money, but he carries his bat mask around in his pocket and puts it on whenever he needs to go fight crime. The and I read Green Lantern, and John Stewart. None of the Green Lanterns have their rings because I guess the battery died and like ringless. And that's as far as I've gotten so far. So Green Lantern and Batman and Catwoman. I got a couple more to get into, like 10 more issues of this series. So if anything gets really good, I'll let you know. There was a nice little side story with Grifter from Wildcats, which was actually pretty cool. But it's not nice. terrible yet. I haven't gotten any of the terrible stuff that people are talking about. So Catwoman was okay. Batman was good. Green Lantern was just kind of meh. But there you, there's that's, my review for that. That's the whole Green Lantern run, though. <clears throat> that's, yeah. Don't tell Bad Blood, but yeah, Green Lantern's just no, kind of meh. I'll tell him right to his face because I like to see him cry about it. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So, Comic Book Book Club for the second week in a row. Mark Millar's Wanted. Uh, I reread it because I liked it a lot and I wanted a refresher. Right, yeah, but... Oh, okay. So you'd read it before. V, yeah. what, what was no, your. You accused me of not doing it. I didn't. <laughs> Fucking say that, but okay. V, what's your impressions? What did you What did you think? I loved it. It was it was a trip. Um, I like one of the, one of the first things. I mean, the beginning caught me. Like when uh, homeboy's running around the fucking rope, fucking capping everybody gets up to the top, and uh, they're like, "Hey, we're not the ones. We're just a distraction." And the guy's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm like, I'm hooked." I'm like, yeah. this shit's awesome. Um, fucking him fucking lying in bed telling his story about how he goes into the fucking uh, cop shop and just starts capping all the cops. I was just like, fuck. This. I mean, this book is just like brutal as fuck. <laughs> like, if you, if you, if anybody listening to this loved the movie, the book is so much better and so much more like no, I, and violent. I so wish they would have made this into the movie. Like I liked yeah. Want It. Want It was to me was a good movie. I didn't know it was the comic book. Yeah. Um, and then if I did, I'd probably been re really disappointed because it's nowhere. It, it's you. They're two different things, really. It, they took like the bare bones premise of Wanted the comic and they changed it to make a movie, so that they didn't uh -huh. have geeky superheroes in it because this is before the big superhero. So, yeah, they just massacred the fucking story <laughs> and it's actually funny because Hard. mark millar based the main characters off of celebrities already in hopes that they would get 
them for the movie. So it was based on Eminem and Halle Berry. <laughs> if you if you look at them, that's who he fucking was basically yeah, I, drawing. I was going to say I thought that was... I, I totally thought that. Yeah, and he was hoping it was in the hopes that he would get them to play them in the movie. So, but yeah, they did, didn't fucking do anything with that. But yeah, so much better characters, you know. Oh, I mean, fucking, it was great. I was like. And that's why I, I asked you that one day. I was like, I have these problems sometimes where I can't remember like exact things. I'm like, dude, the book. I'm like, fucking, they, they made a shitty movie out of it that had fucking uh, Angelina Jolie. What the fuck? And that's why I asked you. I'm like, what's the name? You're like, what? I'm like, oh, that's right. So I looked and they didn't have it there because I wanted to buy it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to own this. Yeah, it was, it was very interesting how, like, watching the movie you see where they got the ideas from, but reading the uh-huh. book, you're like, this is what it could have been. What the fuck? <laughs> so, and it, it, the, the very thinly veiled representations of major heroes and what they are mm-hmm. like Clayface was fucking shit brick. <laughs> it was like, and the, the, uh, the guy that seemed like he had down syndrome was basically bizarro. And you know, <laughs> Stuff like that. You like you watch it, and you're, they had uh, Adam West and Burt Ward get killed, basically in in a in a death trap. And it's just it's it's very interesting how he could get away with it and just be very thinly veiled what they were, you know. So yeah, right. Liked it a lot. And they they went to a uh, different alternate universe to get a kryptonite condom and all this stuff. <laughs> Is this the guy who did the uh, Kick-Ass? Yeah, same guy. Also? Yeah, and he, Nemesis. He, his and... books always, yeah, his books always are like kind of interesting reads because he almost like has a disdain for the main characters. Yeah, like at points. Yeah, or, he's like, like... He puts them through so much. Shit. <laughs> yeah, he's just like you know what? I want to make these guys fucking assholes because he's Scottish. But yeah, it's like oh fuck these guys. He also did Kingsman, so I mean, Eggsy is basically like the whole world fucked with him, you know, and he became yeah. fucking secret agent. So, but yeah, he's done a lot of good Badass. stuff. Yeah, and it's basically what a lot of his things are like kickass. Like he's a fucking nerd, and then he becomes a badass. And you got wanted. He starts off, he's just fucking pushed around nerd, and then he becomes a badass. And then you got Kingsman, where he's a fucking nerd, and then he becomes a badass. But yeah, it's like his premise, but he does it well, so fuck it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, always got, I read the Kick-Ass books, and it always seems like he just hates uh, the character of Kick-Ass. <laughs> he puts that fucking kid through so much shit. <laughs> it was like, just... he, thought the, he thought the movie was like, the kid gets the shit kicked out of him. He goes through fucking emotional trauma. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, like, there's more than just getting his ass beat, you know. He gets a lot of shit done to him, so... But yeah, I mean, all the stuff that he's done on his own has been great. But he's he's worked on all the big names in comics too. I mean, he's done mm-hmm. Fantastic Four, he's done Batman, he's done Swamp Thing. He's you know he's done all kinds of shit. But it's always great to see him do his own stuff and you know it go and be good. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I liked it. The artwork was great. 
This story is great. And I, I go back. It's That's one of those ones that I'll go back and read every so often because it's not a long read. I mean, it's like six no. issues, but it's not wordy for the most part. Right. So, yeah. But I liked it. Zach. Sweet. <laughs> Who, who's picking this week? Is it you, Zach? Or? It's, it's my turn. Yeah. Okay. What is you it your got? turn? So, um, Uh-oh. You're going to fight now? <laughs> I hope so, because I've been sitting on one of two picks. I've been dwelling on this, and I finally got my picks down. Okay. What are you right, that's so, because... Uh, coming off of... Motherfucker. <laughs> Go ahead. So, uh... I was waiting for you to cut in. All right, so... Coming off of Wanted, speaking of fighting the patriarchy... Um... I my pick this week is uh, Image Comics, of course. Uh, Bitch Planet Volume One, Extraordinary Machine. Okay. Number one or first run or what? It's it's first it's, trade. It, or, uh, sorry, it's a uh, uh, Volume One. Okay. Image. Do we have a writer or anything? Uh, Kelly DeConnick. Oh, I don't. I don't read chick comics. No, I'm just kidding. Well, that's that's what my pick is. Oh, this one has women in it. (laughs) It's gonna make you even matter because the the lead character is a black woman. Okay, you mean like Monica Rambeau? Yeah. Or Misty, or, or Misty Knight, or you know, I could name a few more, but you know. Okay. No, why? Did Big V get kicked out? No, he's just not talking. No, I'm right here. Oh. He's trying to find this. I'll just pull the old back <laughs> and not talk. read it and just kind of pretend like I did. All right. No. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Anything else? Any odds and ends? Anything like that? That is it. So I'm just gonna mention. Sweet. I'm just gonna mention Sign Guy's question. None of us are obligated oh, to answer yeah. it because he's been coming up with some Sign real weird ones lately. Uh, what are our thoughts on the Salt and Pepper documentary, docudrama, movie, whatever the fuck on Lifetime? So I can't wait to never watch it. Yeah, I I don't know why he's asking questions like this. He's come up with some good ones that have taken up like half a show. Yeah, like a lot of them are self-oriented when it comes with him. But, you know, like when was the, the time we came close to face? And I'm just like, every time I get the question of the week now, fucker. But, you know, so I think I owe him like what 16 we or 17. What was the closest time we ever came to punching him in the face? Oh, yeah. But every time I get his question is now a new toss-up as to closest I want to. <laughs> so you got about uh, 25 coming your way, sign guy. Until next week, where it'll oh, yeah. be jacked up to 26. And that's from all of us. So you're looking at <laughs> quite a few, pal. Anyway. See how, see how ref in those uh, freak show matches go. <laughs> 
All right, so I'm just gonna pull him into a big splash in the corner from V, just just for shits and giggles. Like, why would be V be splashing me? No fucking reason. I'm just gonna pull Sign Guy in the way of it. So fuck it, you know. <laughs> but all right, I guess that's it for this week. Uh, watch Wandavision because we're gonna be talking heavily about it next show, and uh, go read Bitch Planet. <laughs> Bitch Planet. All right, so for wonderful Zach Winners, Bitch Planet, and Big Vicious, Bitch Planet, I am Darkness, and Asylum is closed. Bit Thank you.